Let me draw your attention today to the book of Job, chapter 36, verses 11 and 12. Today my subject is going to be on blessed no matter what. This is Job's friend, Elihu, sharing his two cents worth. Amen. You know how we have friends that have all the answers and all the solutions. I have one in particular, I won't mention the name in my life, that loves to give me unsolicited advice. It's so easy to give advice when you're in the nosebleed section, right? And you're not down on the field where the action is. Amen. So this is one of Job's friends. And this might be, I'm, I'm prefacing this, this might be perhaps the first instance of what we call, quote-unquote, prosperity gospel preaching. Okay? So listen to what it says. Job 37, 11, If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. But if they obey not, they shall perish by the sword, and they shall die without knowledge. Elihu was basically telling Job that if he was living right, all this trouble would not have come his way. And there's got to be some, this just don't happen to good people. Of course, we know he was wrong, right? Here, Job's friend Elihu speaks truth out of balance. Let me explain. Though it is true that blessings come on those who obey and serve God, and peril comes on those who do not, this does not mean that the obedient will never be subject to testing or trials, nor that the disobedient will never experience prosperity in this life. You see, Elihu and his friends are still under the assumption that Job's trial is a result of hidden sin and disobedience to the Lord. In essence, you might say that they were preaching the first prosperity gospel message in human history in terms of being out of balance on their teaching and understanding of the subject of the blessings of God. They have yet to learn that God's way of blessing his people often comes in different ways and in different seasons than one might expect or understand. In Job's case, it was the burden that birthed the double portion blessing in the long run. God tested him, purified him, then gave him twice as much as he had before. While in the midst of his trial, it neither felt nor looked like God was positioning him for a double portion. But that is exactly what was happening. But let's not stop by only looking at Job's experience. There are others in the Bible that God blessed in different ways, such as the apostle Peter, for example. Peter wasn't blessed as far as we know with great wealth and pleasure during his ministry. Amen. But with the power of God to preach the gospel to the nations of the earth and to be instrumental in the building of the church, his blessings were blessings of influence and being used of God in a mighty way. There were earthly provisions to sustain him when he needed sustaining but that was not his focus or primary concern. Later, he was blessed to go down in history as one of the greatest martyrs of all times. 
when he requested to be hung upside down because he thought himself unworthy to be crucified in the same fashion as his Lord. Nobody would typically look at that legacy and say, what a blessing, right? But was he blessed? Indeed he was. Here's the thing, whether we live and experience a luxurious life or a life of pain while serving Christ or both, regardless, we need to thank God for his blessings no matter what. Amen? So regardless of where you are today, consider yourself blessed. I remember when Jesus' uh, disciples came back from a mission trip that he sent them on, rejoicing that they had the power to cast out devils and heal the sick and all these wonderful things, delivering people out of darkness. And Jesus said, this is what, this is, and I'm paraphrasing, this is not what you need to be rejoicing over. You need to rejoice over the fact that your name is written in heaven. Amen. <laughs> and a lot of times we define blessings in such limited capacities that we overlook the blessings that exist in our life because we don't typically look at difficult situations as ingredients that God's going to use to deliver a bigger blessing down the road. But the Bible says in Romans eight twenty eight, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. So you need to realize that in the place where Christ became a curse for you and I on the cross, that is the position from which he speaks forth the blessings of God upon your life, and he can turn the worst of circumstances into the biggest blessing that you've ever seen coming. You just give God time. He makes all things beautiful in his time, and I might say in his way, right? So let's be thankful this week that we are blessed no matter how stressed we might be, no matter how sick we might be, no matter how challenged we might be. We all have issues. We all have struggles. We all have things that we wish would just not exist or that would go away. Amen. But don't let the devil rob you of the joy of knowing that you are blessed anyway. Amen. Right? Amen.